Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed in my podcast are exactly that. My opinion. My words are not law, final say, or any type of guidelines for your life. I am no expert. You have the freedom to agree or disagree, as well as remaining indecisive. If you like my podcast, I welcome you. If you do not like my podcast, I suggest you find one more to your liking. Let's begin. to Senior Grumpy's Verbal Cacophony. I am your host, Senior Grumpy. This episode is entitled The School of Redundancy. That's right, The School of Redundancy, which means this is going to be a bit school-related, so let's get underway. This first segment is entitled The Epidemic of Stupidity. An elementary substitute teacher decided to overstep her boundaries as an educator and chose to send a letter home to the parents of a child when she saw that the contents of the lunch that was packed for the child by her parents contained four slices of ham, pickles, low-fat string cheese, four marshmallows, and three pieces of dark chocolate, one for the child and two for for her to share with her sibling and a friend which obviously set this blithering idiot off because she felt she needed to tell the parents of the child, who didn't happen to be doctors, that they needed to pack a proper lunch, at the end of which was a request for the parent's signature, which read, Dr. and Mrs. Puckett, the cafeteria reported to me that Ollie's lunch today included four chocolate bars, a bag of marshmallows, rich crackers, and a pickle. Please see that she packs a proper lunch tomorrow. Having massive balls of adamantium, the father refused to sign the letter, which implied that him and his wife's displayed poor parenting. 
The father also commented to an Australian news outlet. Unfortunately, the letter didn't have what she had correctly. She had four pieces of ham, a whole protein, uh, a whole protein meat. She also packed. She also had some pickles, which we admittedly cheat on pickles every once in a while and once in a while as a vegetable because some fights just aren't worth having. He said, adding, she also had four marshmallows in a Ziploc bag, and then she had three very small pieces of chocolate, of which she ate one for lunch, and then she also gave her brother and another friend, friend one at an after-school program. The school's principal also apologized for the display of poor judgment executed by the substitute teacher, while the superintendent for the school county released a statement saying, We as educators been directed to provide healthy and nutritious foods for so long that we had an individual take it upon themselves to send a note home to parents. This will not happen again and I am sorry for any inconvenience. Accepting the school's apology, the father also added, I am responsible for them and for the choices that they make and do, whether it's at, at school or not. I have the ultimate responsibility to raise my children, and I take that role very, very seriously. And maybe I took it a bit more personally that there was some offense that maybe I wasn't doing a good job in that duty, something that is my number one job. These people are lucky it wasn't my child because I would go, I would go down to the school to cover some administrators in spittle and send a note of my own to the substitute teacher with the following reply. Dear substitute cunt, who the fuck do you think you are to tell me what to pack for my child or any other child's lunch? Are you the one raising, feeding, clothing, or forking over the expense of making sure they are going to school, receiving an education, as well as the expenditures to make sure they are healthy? No? Then fuck off and know your fucking role as an educator. Stick to teaching the subjects of your given curriculum and not telling everyone else what to do with their child. You should feel lucky you still have a job after overstepping your boundaries and violating mine and my child's civil liberties. This next segment is entitled, First Student Canada Would Rather Your Children Freeze to Death. A Calgary woman was fired last year for actually showing some compassion, which seems to be getting rarer, during harsh cold conditions when the school bus she drives for a living would not start, and rather than let the children on her route freeze to death while waiting for a replacement bus to take them to school, she decided to pick up the kids with her SUV, allowing them to wait inside the vehicle until another bus was dispatched to pick up the kids and take them to school. Some uppity cunt felt she needed to report the bus driver by claiming she was violating safety because the children were sitting in the parked vehicle with no seatbelts and in the hatch area of the SUV. I repeat, a parked fucking vehicle, stationary, not moving, not going anywhere, waiting for another school bus to be dispatched. Because fuck the safety and well-being of anyone not wanting their kids to freeze to death when you have the opportunity of being a complete asshole. 
Outraged parents have voiced their displeasure with the firing of the, of the bus driver, hoping to get her reinstated, but to no avail. First Student Canada, the company whom the bus driver was employed through, was too cowardly to give a proper comment, but that is not surprising in the least. Because arbitrary regulations completely overrules compassion and child safety, especially when you are a greedy company that doesn't give an ounce of a shit about child welfare. This final segment is entitled, You Cannot Have Fun in Kindergarten, You Must Plan for College Now! A New York school has canceled its end-of-the-year show for its kindergartners to devote time preparing children for college and career careers with valuable lifelong skills to help the children become strong readers, writers, co-workers, and problem solvers. A letter was sent out by Harley Avenue Primary School by the school's principal, Ellen Best Lamet. I, I shit you not, that's actually her last name. Best Lamet. Best, best Lamet. That's, that's <laughs> lame. Anyways, and four kindergarten teachers and reads. Oh, you're going to you're going to hate this episode, but I'm sorry. I have to. April 25th, 2014. Dear kindergarten parents and guardians, we hope this letter serves to help you better understand how the demands of the 21st century are changing schools and more specifically to clarify misperceptions about the kindergarten show. It is most important to keep in mind is that this issue is not unique to Elwood. Although the movement towards more rigorous learning standards has been in the national news for more than a decade, the changing face of education is beginning to feel unsettling for some people. What and how we teach is changing to meet the demands of a changing world. Right. I... <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> The reason for eliminating the kindergarten show is simple. We are responsible for preparing children for college and career with valuable lifelong skills and know that we can best do that by having them become strong readers, writers, co-workers, and problem solvers. Please do not fault us for making professional decisions that we know will never be able to please everyone, but know that we are making these decisions with the interest of all children in mind. Because, you know, children won't need to learn anything like public speaking, working together as a team, or deadline management through an activity that makes it fun to learn without completely beating it over their heads. Just prepare them for college, keep using the same sterile, sterile way the education system will form form and mold kids to be told what they want and have to be in life rather than choosing for themselves. I don't see how this will help kids in the long run. This is the type of shit you do with junior high to high school kids, not the introductory level of elementary primary school. It is also more of that bullshit that stupid adults do to push kids to learn as much as they possibly can and as fast as they possibly can without forming any type of social skills. I'm all for teaching people to be smart and intelligent, but not at the expense of turning them into complacent, robotic, uncreative, and unimaginative, 
unimaginative unimaginative people. Sorry, that kind of stuck there a bit. Here's an idea. Since a lot of this bullshit stems from these assholes wanting to boost the U.S. and moving up in rank and education, which is what this is really about, why don't these people try talking with the other countries and, you know, compare notes, see what works and what doesn't work, and before taking it upon yourselves to put things into place without consulting anyone, why don't you actually do one thing that none of you asshole educators know fuck all how to do? And actually talk with the community, talk with the parents and students instead of excluding them, instead of sitting with the staff and school board like a bunch of academic tyrants. I wonder, did that condescending teacher with the mole from the film Uncle Buck think of this shit? I've been an educator for 31.3 years, and in that time, I've seen a lot of bad eggs. I say eggs because at the elementary level, we are not dealing with fully developed individuals. I see a bad egg when I look at your niece. She is a twiddler, a dreamer, a silly heart. She is a jabba box. And frankly, I don't think she takes a thing in her life or her career as a student, seriously. She's only six. That is not a valid excuse. I hear that every day and I dismiss it. I don't think I want to know a six-year-old who isn't a dreamer or a silly heart. And I sure don't want to know one who takes their student career seriously. I don't have a college degree. I don't even have a job. <laughs> but I know a good kid when I see one because they're all good kids, until dried-out, brain-dead skags like you drag them down and convince them they're no good. You so much as scowl at my niece, or any other kid in this school, and I hear about it, and I'm coming looking for you. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rap gnaw that thing off your face. That concludes this episode. I would like to thank the Dutch Rosenberg Theater and Helvin for the use of their music for my show. Make sure to check out their music, merch, and show dates, especially if you are, especially if you are in the Arizona area at d r o s e n b e r g dot w e b s dot com. That's Drosen d Rosenberg dot webs dot com. Uh, you can also check out, check them out at ReverbNation.com backslash Dutch Rosenberg Theater, all one word, lowercase, and ReverbNation.com backslash Helven, spelled H-E-L-L-V-E-N. If you would like to leave a comment or suggest a topic for a future episode, you can at SeniorGrumpy.wordpress.com or at VerbalCacophony.Podomatic.com. I cannot guarantee it will get it will get used because it will depend on how I feel it will or won't fit with the format of the show. Uh, and I and as I always say at the end of the ep these episodes, sorry, I'm kind of tripping a bit. <laughs> not not that literal, you know, you know, acidy kind of thing. And I don't mean like acid as in the shit that burns your skin. You fuckers know what I'm talking about. But anyways, as I always send at the say at the end of these episodes, take care, be well. I mean that.
enjoy whatever kicks your ass in life and definitely definitely take no shit from no one i'm senior grumpy until next It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.